0: producer coup fire intro. Love it. Love it. Did not know what we were going to be getting there. That was fun.
1: You got to give the people a little bit of the old school and then, you know, where, where we made our where we made our chops and then a little bit of introduction to the new idea here. So, yeah. Love it.
0: Love it. Yeah, man. It's been, been been a while since we've done one of the YouTube shows, but uh we're we're back here. First first edition of the the new Sunday night rundown show that that we're going to be doing. So, kind of just a casual sunday night conversation I'm going to re- recap some of the stuff that was going on with the nfl games today uh, dfs rumble all day playbook kind of what whatever's whatever's relevant i mean i think with the three of us we're probably going to talk a little bit about this poker scandal that is that we've all uh, been been quite interested in for the past couple of days and yeah just want to get back interacting with the community interacting with chat bringing topics to the table so uh yeah The 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 first one. I'm sure we'll we'll continue to drive awareness of it as we do this week over week. But fun to be back with the fellas.
2: Love it, gentlemen. How are we doing? It's uh was a fun and it was an exciting Sunday. Uh for for an all day challenge where the idea was hey you got to collect all the ones who score fifty plus yard. Uh like (laughs) there were a bunch
0: today. So many. There were a bunch. It was crazy. I think it was, LG was- like, it was like early and often too. I feel like it just like right from the start and then it just kept going. It was like, Oh, this is. This I think is LG wild.
2: mentioned that like there were maybe 30 or so going into today. Um, and I, I didn't count, but I haven't looked in the site, but what do we have? Probably 15. Tw- yeah.
1: I think it was like 18 or 19 or, or something like that. Yeah. It was totally insane. I was, uh, I was wondering after about 15, what the, like how many there has been, like what's the most week, uh, most that's been in one week, 50-yard touchdowns. I literally thought there would be, I don't know, six, seven, something like that. Some receiver and QB combos, but man, it just totally went off. Shout out to my Steelers for starting it off about four minutes into the one o'clock slate with Gabe Davis coming for a 98-yard touchdown. Um, Just totally, totally insane.
2: Gabe Davis on the Jolly Jokers NFT
0: Fantasy Football Charity League.
2: Uh, Gabe Davis, yeah, that's right. That's
0: there we right. Go. There we go. Yeah, I've got my – I'm down to – well, first of all, I'm down to one season long league, which is is nice because I used to be in – I mean, you know too, Justin. We used to be in like yeah. five plus. Now I'm down to one, and uh, I, I need like 12 points from Mark Andrews. So it's like nice that uh, – I feel like I'm like actually sweating my – one. now that it's just like one team. It's like I, I, I care about it more than I've cared about it in the past. So yeah, that's my my only real Sunday night uh sweat going on. How was, how was the day? For you guys any anything to write home about just i know we, all, we also had some pga action back here tom kim getting getting the w patrick canley with a little bit of a of a blow up on on 18 i didn't get to watch much of it, it was just kind of following it but how, how was dfs day for you justin it was a good day it was a good
2: day uh no major gpp binks because that cash just absolutely went off um but definitely very very strong from a cash day um if you saw the Millie Maker winner on DK, it was basically one of our cash lineup, like a cash lineup consideration, um, and then plug in Gabe Davis um, as like your as your one off. Uh, I think Davis was saying like it was a one v one off, like a train, like it's crazy, and that won the Millie. Um, for me, ended up I went with the uh, I went with the Brady uh, QB to save a little, you know, save a little down there, but then just everyone you played ended up just going smash. So I think I ended up winning 99, 98% of my head to heads um, and just, yeah, it was, it was good. Mark Andrews, Andrews touchdown.
0: There we go. Oh, <laughs> you know who's also that's what I'll say fun. for my season long league. That's the, I'm playing against Neil too. Uh, so Ooh. sorry. Neil. The Jolly
2: Jokers <laughs> NFT team for the fantasy football charity for the NFTs has Lamar and Mark Andrews. So oh my goodness. Sack, just like
0: cleaning up, cheers. cleaning
1: up i only play in three leagues these days and it's like basically one league i care about two leagues that i cannot get out of uh basically just some some good friends and i hardly pay attention to it but i try i've tried to draft like optimize my draft so that i only have a a single set of guys i have lamar and andrew stacked in two out of the three and the other league i have just a full-on buffalo stack i've got uh i've got uh josh yeah. allen diggs and and gabe davis so it's been it's been fun this this year That's so nice. far
2: nice i'm That's gonna bad. pull it up. we're gonna show a little let's see what that jolly Jokers uh how that team is doing so three and one in the in the year right now uh with the tough tough loss last week with a bunch of injuries and the waddle aspect and the Tua, but uh looking looking strong strong showing today with the gabe davis leading the way obviously um Christian McCaffrey there as our RB1. We lost Javante Williams as our second RB. So we're gonna be making a piecemeal with some Michael Carter, uh, maybe Rashad White, a couple others picked up Boone. But uh no, nah, team is doing well. And uh, I'm sure people will recognize a lot of the other, a lot of the teams in this league. You got the MFL, Crypto Piggle, Highland, Flunks, Flow uh, it's good and it's all for
0: charity. And so it's been been fun doing this. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, going going back to the DFS stuff. I've been I've been go- going back to to my roots a bit more this year and like just playing playing a heavier mix of cash. So basically like when I first played DFS, I was like strictly cash game grinder. That was like all I cared about and kind of was natural to me and then went through like a nice like little 1-2 year stretch where started hitting some, some single entry GPP stuff. So I was like, Oh, this is way more fun. Like, let me just do that. That's easy. And then, uh, then I realized that it's not so easy to, to sustainably keep banking the GPP. So I kind of have shifted back to like putting more, uh, I mean, I'm also not playing for nearly as much money as I used to back, back in the day, but uh, it's just like fun to, (laughs) Win money a lot of weeks versus like you know I mean it's just it's a gr- like that's just the GPB grind where like most weeks you're gonna lose money and then obviously hoping that when you win you win big, but uh, I mean, it's a little a little easier mentally when it's more breaking even and small wins and adding them up.
2: Yeah, also worked for corporate America.
0: Had a well-paying job and a little security. You weren't
2: doing the startup yeah. live You weren't grinding that. You didn't have yeah. the stress of all the I you know all that additional. Uh, but yeah, no, there was that there was that two year stretch where um I think between us we had oh, uh we were back to back. Years.
0: I like I, like it was
2: yeah, three was or four nice. six digit wins. Yeah, that was fun. That was a, it was a fun year too. And then culminating with the best ball, I think underdog was the end of that year. Yep,
0: yeah. yep. Yep, A lot of taxes yeah. that year, a
2: lot of taxes.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> so so much in taxes. If and you need not like... know how to optimize
1: your tax strategy, Justin's got the uh four one one that you need.
0: The one thing I didn't optimize
2: is the family strategy because, like, obviously, like they heard about the big wins, and then there's an expectation that, like, they're just gonna keep coming, and uh, it's like, nah, this year I just, uh, you know, I did well.
0: Oh, so like,
2: how? No, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's uh, always a always a tough uh, little balance there. But, but uh, yeah,
2: we had a, a fun one as well today. Um, was Dallas Goddard um, and uh, had a little information that Dallas Goddard was going to be a good matchup um, and that they were going to be using him early and often. And and, uh, so a couple, you know, a couple people, you know, put in some, all the Goddard overs, all the teases, and uh, he just absolutely smashed. that was a fun little one to uh, track and uh,
0: had a lot of him. Yeah, they were, they were right from the jump feeding him my, my Eagles nice, nice little victory over the, over the Cardinals. the What happened the at y- the end of
1: that game there? I saw they that missed the field. Okay. But also,
0: Kyler with
2: the clock management.
0: Yeah. Kyler, Kyler was, that was really terrible. Like he, he could have just gotten the first down, but he slid too early for some reason. And then on third down, he spiked the ball. So then it was fourth down and they just had to kick. And the kicker for the Cardinals uh, actually went to high school with my sister and her boyfriend. So I was, I was over at my parents' house earlier watching it with them. And I was like, oh, your your uh your guy maybe he's just a true eagles fan and was uh you know just trying to rig it for philly philly fan
2: what's his name because there were some puns going on it was uh
0: his last name is is I this Matt Amandola I mean. or is
2: that someone different Yeah, Amandola, that's him yeah that's right that's right but uh spelled a little differently than our danny boy um but yeah how's it going everyone in chat um love seeing this hey That's a, that's a solid five into 60. There's a big, big ROI there. You got Zach right here going with a lot of the Lamar Andrews stacks. Uh, Yeah, they really just fell well in drafts this year. And it was so important to get one of those top five, six QBs. Um, And if you can make it work with Andrews too, it
1: just felt right. Sharp and there's been some some sharp people on the uh the jolly joker pickem this week um seven people with 11 out of 13 correct picks against the spread which is totally insane only missing two and we got a, a three and four split uh four for Cincinnati three for Baltimore Baltimore off to a nice start uh 10 nothing so it's going it's going to be Several people going twelve out of four, twelve out of fourteen for for the for the uh, Sunday slate, which is totally insane. So it's going to be a sweat coming down to the amount of total offensive yards uh, uh, that that the game has. So it's going to be a tiebreaker either way. It's going to be a fun sweat.
2: I'm taking a look at this in real time, Coop. So uh, we've got um, is it seven people with eleven? You're saying? Yep. Okay. So right now we've got Baltimore up. 10-0 if baltimore holds on with the baltimore minus three it'll be a three-way tie and then we'll be looking at a 734 and 800 and a 942 total yards um right now our offensive yards have been pretty uh, let's see we're at 52, 63, 115, plus 19, 125, 134, 137. We're at 137 through a little into the second. So, yeah, definitely low on pace for around 450, 500. Um, that would put a win would be – who was the
1: 734? Beer Makers fan. Okay. Beer Makers fan I'm would fan. take it there's home. An,
0: there's an OG – OG in the space for sure. Yeah. Been in, yeah, definitely. I remember like, whew, so I mean, y- years and years ago watching the like the uh his his six-pack things or whatever. I'd be like watching his little RG videos. That's all. It is nice the same person though, right? The from the DFS space? I think so, yeah. I think I'm, so. I think so. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I uh, mean, yeah. hey, when you're finishing 12 out of 14 like you you're Yeah. Sharp. Yeah. No, I I'm I'm actually I think I'm 100 sure of that. that
2: Coop, did something. we do a booby prize? Is there anyone? Because uh, you know, when you're picking against the spread, it's it's as impressive to finish last as it is first. Because really, you're to, like, um, oh. <laughs> we're both picking the like, same, same we thing. Best
1: like <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. <laughs> Shout out Stogie Man, true OTM OG. Thought we were playing low ball for JJ Pickham this week. So I mean, it, it can quickly go the other way when you're picking against the spread. There's no doubt about that. Was yeah this ryan three? remembers the six-pack
0: videos those were those were that used to be like I, I know i was never a big nba dfs guy but i would just like try to like watch one video and then like make a lineup like man times were so so much simpler back in like 2016 it's just like well, let me find one or two videos or articles that i can read or watch and be like all right i'll make a lineup now yeah <laughs> well it's funny because the
2: og podcast was notorious head chopper and beer makers um yeah. I mean I don't know what you guys
1: are talking about. That's literally how I've played DFS for like I don't know ten years now at this point. So <laughs> there's not hand building, there's six pack building.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, they were the OG. The OG that's podcast. what they called
2: it or whatever. Yeah, I just did a little. Did oh, it. yeah, it's
0: literally that's right. It was that was the name. Or, the I don't know if they still do that actually. There's too many podcasts uh, to keep uh, up with so these many. days.
2: Yeah.
1: <sighs> All right.
0: Let's uh let's let's check out the the Rumble leaderboard here too. I was just was just eyeing that up. I mean, there's gonna still be so much movement with Baltimore going on tonight. You got Kansas City. Casey, uh yep. uh I was about to say Oakland. Kansas City, Vegas tomorrow night. So definitely. I will a lot say of, a lot of there will be left.
2: some movement, but because the scores were so high this week, it's gonna be hard for like stacks to surpass. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean. Allen and Diggs right
1: there went 36. Right. So 24. it would be something like this that
0: has the Allen stack, but then has Kelsey left remaining. I think 12th exactly.
1: 12, exactly. 12, 12 place right now is, is likely going to look pretty good depending on how this game ends up. It is, uh, its got, It's got Kelsey left. Yeah. It looks like you're showing it right there. I
2: want right. to know what's min Cash right now because we're, da, were able to show 1,000. Yeah. There's 1,000 on this board. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So uh, if you were looking right now, obviously there's still time, look at that. So like this guy's that 101, because people were asking, that means that's player minutes remaining. Uh, so on their team, that likely means they have um, one player tomorrow night and then one player in this game. And so that'd be 60 minutes tomorrow night, 41 minutes in the game, still tonight, if that makes sense from wherever the game is at now. Uh, but like, that's the general idea. So you can see like, hey, how many people are chasing me here? These guys are at zero unfortunately are probably going to fall out of the leaderboard as people chase them.
0: Um, but yeah, what was the score at the bottom? Sorry. Uh, it, the score itself was 163. So yeah, it's high. you need That's a lot I mean. of points just, just to, to, I mean, yeah, it was a high scoring week. Well, the chalk has just been like smashing. Well, I guess it's not as relevant in, in like rumble, but like there's just been a lot of big games.
2: And Chalk is different because yeah,
0: just different shock right. like is based on prices, right? Here it's the
2: high end are doing well. But also, it's not like it almost every team that has won the rumble, it's been okay, a great stack. And I think that's because the QBs are just a tier above the other QBs, those kind of you know, four or five of them.
0: So here's a crazy um, wow. So Fournette's ownership, assuming this is correct, is 0.63% in this. For the rare, does he only have a, a no? So that's for this, right? Oh, okay. Um, so I guess basically, like, no one really played much of her now. Well, We're no, I think you're because if it's the same game. there, that means that it's probably
2: only a rare. So
0: I'm uh, maybe he to... only has the rare. That's probably what it is. He doesn't have cheap moments. Yeah.
2: So the best way to figure
0: that out is I'll share my
2: screen. Um, because I was using this a little earlier in the first mint, but I think it's a, a great tool that not people, know, many people know about. You go to the all day, go to the market, and go to the players tab. And you can see how many moments each person has. So for today, it was important to know for the potential bottlenecks of, okay, if a person who has the 50-yard touchdown doesn't have a common, it's going to be very hard for that challenge to complete. So here, you know, we can go team. I'll just go here, Leonard Fournette. You can see he does not have a common. Mm -hmm, So he only has this 799. You can assume this is maybe around like 60 or something. So he only has 860, which makes sense why it was such a unique play. But honestly, that's also why this should be such a valuable play. Because I think in all the DFS models, like Leonard Fournette was a top three, top three overall like play on the board. And so to be able to have him and then be able to use him in that, like, that's just tremendous leverage against the field. And the truth is, people, like, this isn't going to stop until, like, Leonard Fournette gets that additional comment or whatever. But he's still going to be the engine of that offense. He's still getting ridiculous amount of volume in the passing game with Tom Brady. Yes, Rashad White is going to increase his usage as the season goes on. But as long as Leonard Fournette stays healthy, uh, I like him as a top five,
1: top seven overall back. Yeah looks like there's 12% still in, of that rare that 799 12% not in circulation just yet so 12% packs or something like that so even even a little less than uh than the 860 possible so pretty pretty low and and you can tell by the ownership numbers that uh not many people look into have yep. the Lenny Fournette moment and also you'd be using it in, in rumble
2: so of the people that played rumble you can assume around 10% of them might have a Leonard Fournette, uh rare legendary in their collection uh, because we had around 6,000 entries. As you just said, there's probably around 600, maybe 700 minute out. Uh, so maybe like you know, 11, 12, 13% have them in a collection. And then that means if we're about 0.6, percent only about 5% of the people who have one decided to play it in their lineup. Um, that 5% probably should have been higher based off the matchup, based off what we've seen with his work in the passing game. This is a PPR league, so, like, those points do count. Um, and, yeah, they were 10-point favorites against Atlanta. Um, well done to everyone that played that Leonard Fournette. rare.
0: Ryan's saying Lenny gets a comment next week. So, uh, this is a good time to take advantage of it by, the, by yeah. that user.
2: His ownership's going to go up, 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 especially after these past two weeks. Um, yeah.
0: Just so much vol, like just so much volume that. Uh, I mean, I guess what, what we saw, what was it last week or two two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, he had Rashad like White had to, had to, Rashad White also got involved, but even then, like Lenny was still getting plenty of action. So. <laughs>
2: And that was the game against Kansas City where they were behind a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Lenny's that's like play. the
0: worst case scenario is that, and it's still like he's still to, involved. Today, so. he
2: had 11 targets. He had 10 receptions cool. for 83 yards. So he's basically their wide receiver one from a volume perspective. And then also, he had 14 carries from another 56 yards, two TDs on the day. If we go back to the previous week, they had virtually no rushes. I'm looking right now. Uh, the team had six total carries. Lenny had three of them. Not good, but Leonard Fournette also had seven targets, seven receptions, fifty-seven yards, and a touchdown. Like he's that's insane usage. That's Christian McCaffrey-like target volume um, and efficiency in the passing game. And I think we've you know we've seen from DFS that a, a a catch is worth one and a half points, one and a half times a rush, just because not only the volume of the getting that half point or point depending on what you're playing but also a reception just is going to get you more yards because you're usually more in
1: space. Um, it's more valuable. DFS is hard, man. DFS is really hard. I, uh, I've been playing more of the more of the single entries, and and honestly, not even really focused as much on like results, but how my lineup is constructed. Constructed, and man, just to give yourself a chance to win, it 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 can be really really tough with the construction. I've also been dabbling a little bit in in the single in the uh, in the showdown stuff. Uh, Shout out to the guys over at ETR, just trying to read more on. Uh, making those lineups because I think it's a little bit easier generally to, to, to focus on one game versus trying to make a, a full slate team, which you have a billion different decisions that you have to make. Um, so I've, I've been doing a little bit, doing a little bit there. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun to just keep trying to uh, see what works and what what's best. But man, DFS is definitely hard from a football standpoint.
0: Plus, yeah, I was about to say you're Coopstar PGA guy, the yeah. big G- GPP hit the
1: other week. Yeah, I mean, most, GPP most, life most is PGI. just about getting lucky. Uh, so thankfully, I finally had a hit, got lucky, and back on the positive side of things. It is fun to uh, it is fun to click that lifetime results on DraftKings and see a positive number. Uh, I feel I feel like there's there's probably not that many people out there that are able to click that and see a positive number. So it was negative for a long time for me, multiple years, and big win got me into the positive. So it's been it's been fun where, since then. Where
2: is this? I don't yeah, even know. I was there. like, is that? A oh, thing? come on! You got to know
1: this i don't i don't know if you, i want to you guys have to actually... do it <laughs> you guys have to do it off stream whenever you're really really bored or something account like that.
2: information where am i looking
1: now you got to go on the app uh oh, um, yeah, okay yeah, on the app and then i believe it's when you go into your profile there's like the financial center all right and then <laughs> from there i believe it's transaction history And I don't then see do
2: you- financial center
1: Sorry, when you, are you on, you're, on, you're on the fantasy app, so go- Just I'm in DraftKings app. Yeah, for profile, and then go yep. down to, um, where's that? Uh, transaction history, right underneath login and security. Okay. And then it'll bring up your transaction, click that view transaction summary button.
2: Utrand holy crap this is like deep in here all right Dude, so that's wow. the transaction month. summary lifetime. and
1: then this month and then click lifetime you can see
2: right. oh yeah that's wild my I, this is upon my wagers and entry fees you guys want to <laughs> guess
0: oh, oh god it's i mean my number, uh, PJ, my number my number might be higher good, than mine so
1: probably higher than mine <laughs>
0: that's true uh, mine probably would be higher than
1: yours i think you guys should do your Fanduel ones because i bet Fanduel is higher on, on oh i mean i've sure.
0: definitely won more on fan, like done better on FanDuel, yeah. In so
1: I'm on. I bet Justin's is like in the 10 to 15 million range. Is my oh, guess. god, no. oh no, not no, that no, high.
0: No. no, that'd be that'd be way too high. 1, 1. 1.8 million. I was about to say anything like over a million is a lot, yeah. TJ,
2: do I still get no? They don't give bonus,
0: they don't do the, oh, the FanDuel thing, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Justin used to basically have a I have a part-time job just off of, <laughs> like, what was that? The referral? You oh, had yeah, referral referral. Like,
2: FPPs or whatever. Yeah, um, I was just paying
0: Justin's rent for a couple of years because I played quite, in my prime, I was playing all the single-game FanDuel slates for, like, basketball and hockey and all the things. I was
2: getting 12000 a year in referrals. Not all years, but, like, once you hit 1000 a month, it capped out um and so I, I don't there were other people but they didn't matter yeah <laughs> all i needed was tj and uh yeah that, they stopped that process and that and that was sad um, you should have made a how-to
1: video on put posted a class on youtube on passive income you, you you could have been tripling down on passive income by doing
0: that find a dgen refer them to fandle <laughs> Sit at home and do nothing. And pray. I like to think though that even though uh, I did make that off of TJ, TJ made
2: far more money off of FanDuel from my referral and uh, our play
0: back in the day. That so. is true. Everybody wins.
1: Have you guys seen? Yours us was back? just
0: a lot, of, a lot, a lot safer. No risk in yours. Mine, mine. <laughs> went down quite a few times uh on the journey of going up overall.
2: It's okay my other friends they lost a lot of money I'm sure. So like it all among our friend our, our fam our friend. um
1: <laughs> Have you guys seen a stack in in Rumble that had uh that had Gabe? I don't uh, I don't I don't see see any game i think we
0: saw i think i looked very this morning and he was like point something like less than one percent owned
1: yeah so. a lot of digs obviously but just not much not as much Gabe. so if you went with the uh the the two two pass catcher approach there with gabe and digs probably would have been pretty good i guess but it's hard to make a full lineup yeah. where everyone every every person in your lineup does well imagine if that game was thursday night
0: oh yeah i mean uh, yeah. Would've that yeah that would be their prices would have got out of control that gabe moment like Hey, all right.
2: So first let me go look and see what do we have from a player's wise for Gabe. Um, again, it's no longer Gabriel Davis. You know what the system it is. He has a uh, change it to Gabe. So there's one common. Uh, max is that really a thing? Yeah. It's now Gabe Davis. Um, at least on underdog goes. <laughs> and most, most heights. All right. So he's got two moments, one common, one legendary commons out of 10 K with 77% circulation. So that's pretty out there. Uh, Holy shoes. Yeah, uh, this is because the playbook, I'm sure actually it's more than the playbook. Well, it's ex- no, it's expensive. I believe it's 24 hour movement. Let's go guys. Let's guess how much has it increased? What percent? So obviously if it was at $10 and it went to 20, that'd be a hundred percent jump. Uh, what percent has it jumped in 24 hours? I'm pure
1: guessing here, but oh no, 60%. Okay. 60%. Ooh, this is I think it's like exciting,
2: but go on. I think it's gotta be a big one, right? It's not big um, oh. because I write it wrong, but the 24 hour volume, <laughs> the volume is what I want to guess. Okay.
0: How much do you think that's moved up? So both for like what it was purchased I mean, volume, volume could be like, that could be like thousand percent because it could go from like, yeah, that could be like near four, four six, nine, zero. Oh my God. Wait, 4,000. Forty-six thousand
2: percent, forty-five thousand percent increase. Uh, increase. Uh, wow, That's amazing! Uh, the volume is five hundred and twenty-seven, and so that means before it was about fifteen. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I had a I had a ton of Gabe Davis all over underdog and stuff today. Um, was 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 quite nice and. Your your boy Pat Mayo teach he and I have a a, a season long bet hundred dollars of my Gabe Davis to his Brandon Cooks.
0: That's right, that's right. I remember that you had that. So are you doing the underdog weekly drafts? Is that what? So what you're yeah, doing?
2: so I'm st- I started diving into them a week or so ago because I'm helping ETR and creating uh, rankings for them. And wow. uh, actually, on Friday this upcoming week, I'm going to do a show where it's a uh, best ball mid season for the resurrection, but then also do some of the battle royale uh, and. Initially, it was more of just like, hey, I'm going to look into this, help out, give my thoughts. Uh, But then I was like, holy shit, like there is a lot of edge to be had in these battle royale. Um, And the high level is there's six teams drafting six players. So that's 36. That means that there's a lot of really good players that just don't get drafted. In fantasy and DFS, if you can get a player who's 1% owned, that's awesome. Now these contests, and like you want to play that, right? These contests has 50,000 entries. And if you can get a 1% owned player, that's, you know, there's still 500 of them. There are players not even being drafted that you could literally get a 0.01% or you could get a really good player at like 1% or less. So Taysom Hill was the perfect example today. Taysom Hill had an ADP of 36.0. All that means is that he's being drafted And I tried to model it out, but I think it's something around he's getting drafted in like less than 1% of drafts if you have that 36.0. So you get him, he put up obviously a crazy amount of points, but now you've got this high leverage on the rest of the field. And for each position, there's that opportunity. Brees Hall was another one today where like I was heavy on him. His ADP was 35.7, which I think means he's probably being drafted in like 2 to
0: 3% of drafts
2: um so it was
0: like it's like this is super interesting first of all but like is josh allen not like the first pick every single like don't you want to pick josh allen and jalen hurts first just because just because their likelihood of being the top quarterback versus like uh, oh you know there's a bunch of wide receivers that can outscore cup but like legitimately it's going to be hard for other people to outscore okay cool yeah
2: so this week by So we do rankings by doing it value above replacement. So you basically right. see what is the gap between the QB1 and QB7, wide receiver one and wide receiver 22 or so, because that's about what you, you usually draft, around two and a half of them. And yes, it was Josh Allen one, Cooper Cup two, Jalen Hurts three, Justin Jefferson four, Stefan Diggs five, Derek Henry six, and it started tearing off. And so a lot of my strategy has been like, yeah, there are some guys that are just elite, elite enough that they have high floor, high ceiling. You take them. But after the first two rounds, I'm now looking at, do you go with CeeDee Lamb, whose ADP is like 18, or do you go with Tyler Lockett, who's not being drafted? And in my, you know, I'm far more likely because yeah, CeeDee Lamb has like a higher projection than Tyler Lockett by like two points, three points. But how often does Tyler Lockett outscore CeeDee Lamb in this situation? And it's probably like 30 to 40%. But Tyler Lockett's being drafted in less than 5% of drafts. And so, like, I was pretty heavy on a Tyler lockett Brees Hall mini correlation there. Both of them went off. Profitable day. But I didn't have the right combo of Taysom Hill with a Josh Allen-Gabe Davis stack. And it was 50K to first place. So, like, it's it's a high... uh, Top head payout yeah. worth taking those risks.
1: The best ball life, man. I feel like you're always, tra- you, I mean, you basically just have to thread that needle perfectly to some extent because someone is going to have just given so many drafts, so many different, sim- like similar combinations. That one person that picks, you know, the right second, third, fourth pick, like it's is going to ultimately try to thread that needle to land at the top. So
2: today, I'm looking at the leaderboard, the top team, that 150K. Was a Josh Allen, Gabe Davis, so got that stack. My I get I mean, the way that they probably drafted was Josh Allen first, Austin Eckler second, Dalvin Cook third, Gabe Davis and Mike Williams fourth, fifth, and then Taysom Hill with the last pick. So the first five picks were all regular. You know, actually, Gabe Davis was ADP of thirty-four point five, so he was probably only drafted like ten percent of the time, which is pretty low. Um, so he got uh, off the board with Gabe and then Taysom Hill was virtually not drafted at all. So that was his huge leverage and 50 K to DJM. Well done.
1: Very cool. That is awesome. Yeah. As someone who just likes to, to take a win every once in a while. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still firing some bets against, against the spreads this week. And I, uh, ha- had a classic bad beat today. had, a uh, over, in the new Orleans and Seattle game and had had it parlayed with Steelers Buffalo over Steelers Buffalo (laughs) scored 34 points in the first half over under was 44 and literally did not get there literally seven points in the second half. It was like just so depressing watching the entire second half, knowing that this over was definitely not going to hit. It was unbelievable, truly unbelievable.
2: Yeah, TJ and I were tilting that game for other reasons, mainly because we faded Josh Allen and yeah. cash and played Devin Singletary. Um, TJ, I'm assuming you did not do well in FanDuel cash because of that? Yeah, FanDuel cash was not great. I won my 1K head-to-head, um, the only one that I got action of, oh, so, so that kind of saved you. my day a little, but... That, that was that was rough with Devin Singletary doing absolutely nothing, despite the team putting up like 35 points or whatever it was. Yeah, and Singletary
1: hasn't really done much in general. I, I, I've been waiting for that week where he does go off because he does get the ball, but generally it, it seems like Allen is doing all of the rushing. I believe I heard a stat that Allen leads the team in rush yards.
2: Yeah, Singletary's been using the passing game. And so he had a game, I think two weeks ago or last week, um, where he had – Nearly 10 receptions. I think it might have been like seven or eight or so. Um, so like that volume is still there, which is helpful, but I'm not sure if Devin Singletary has a touchdown on the season. I, um I don't think so. I think that's the biggest issue is when they get inside the goal line. Well, hey, they're so efficient outside of the goal line, like that they're just getting these long touchdowns. Um, and then when they get inside, Josh Allen is used, they're passing, they have the digs routes, like yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean they just Josh Allen's so good, basically. So you just want you just want him to have the ball. Yeah, he have...
2: okay. So Singletary two weeks ago, eleven targets, nine receptions, seventy-eight yards, and then still last week he still had four receptions, forty-seven yards. So like you love that passing down work, but it's weird when like yeah, there's just no running and. They don't need to run.
0: Uh, they're just too good,
2: even when they're up so
0: much. And then James Cook had that big twenty-five yard. I know that was run. that was when it was like one of those days where it didn't seem like it was going to be our day. And then when James Cook runs it in, I'm like, all right, that's that's confirmed. Uh, not well on Fanduel, the, the right. other stuff went went just fine.
2: How are you splitting your um, balances or your, <laughs> your
0: your your deposits on Fanduel over DraftKings? You're playing. I end up getting more on Fanduel. Purely because on Fanduel I like to play the hundred-person fifty-fifties because you get you get like a, and I you like for the tw- I, the twenty-five-dollar ones I'll usually look at them and just kind of uh, see how many badge people non-badge people are in there because um, I mean like I twenty percent twenty-five
2: percent usually
0: yeah I'd say like the the biggest thing that I learned in DFS in the last like three four years is the the game selection stuff is like so much more important than anything else and just like you know you, you could you could be making good lineups but if you're firing into the wrong contests or you know entering 20 man double ups where everyone is is 80 percent owned like it's just not not profitable and i i definitely w- went through a phase where i would just kind of fire away um because there was a time where you could just do that and it was just like if you had good projections and good roster construction like you would just win um but yeah, it's been, it's been fun. But yeah, I, I do. I just get more action on FanDuel because of that. I like DraftKings. I don't like entering these like 22 man double ups or like even the the smaller ones. So I try and just do the big single entry double ups and then and then get as much head to head action as I can.
2: DraftKings, I still max out the multi entry 50 50s. Um, it's the 5, 10, 25. Mm, and like if so, you max so, yeah, out the 25, okay. you're still getting around like 30,000, 3,500 in. Um, I wanna say it's like 137 times 25. Yeah, 34, 25, something like that. Um, so like you're still I still get substantial volume on the DK because of that. And like, yeah, it's each time you'll see that twenty-five dollar uh fifty-fifty large field, uh, is usually about two to four points more challenging than the single entry fifty-fifties. And um It's a question of like, hey, you accept you're going into harder competition, but do you have the confidence? And I think contest selection is extremely important. Tongue in cheek, just play the right plays, obviously. And then you don't need to worry about contest selection. Um, But uh, especially when you are like bankroll management is so important. And um, when you are hot, you kind of forget about it. You put it to the side. It doesn't seem like it needs to be top of mind. Um, but, uh, as soon as you get a little downturn or something or starting a new year, and I think like someone really smart was saying this, but because the DFS game is changing and evolving so much over the past couple of years, I think it's, re- Oh, it was actually, okay. It was brick. It was Brian Hooper. And he was saying like, it's so important that when you go on a downturn and this is probably more important for baseball and NBA, but to hedge yourself as a way of decreasing your amount that you're spending, because maybe you don't have that edge you thought you had. Especially at the start of a new season for a new sport, like what may have worked for you in the past may not work for you going forward. And so, how much you enter as a way to decrease your uh, exposure, your risk, is a great way to kind of, basically, just hedge in the situation that maybe your your what
0: worked for you in the past is not working anymore. Yep. I, th- I think that that's spot on. Because <clears throat> I mean, that, there there was a time like. And I, I know this is was probably never a great strategy, but like you could just take your cash lineup and like put it in some single entry tourneys. And it was still like not the optimal thing to do, but it's still like a profitable thing to do because you could just still like grind up some 2x, 3x caches and stuff. But like I, I don't even I don't even put it in any single tournament now for like the what if factor because it gets trained. And so you automatically yeah. have the same lineup as other people. But you're, uh, like, yeah.
2: you're, you're giving me nightmares last week i think my cash on dk scored like 220 or something and uh i obviously you haven't tournaments yeah. yeah
1: not at all i don't know yeah i'd
0: literally I put them in zero now i used to like at least be like i gotta do one just in case like no i know that it's just bad
1: and you guys are both starting to sound like robots, for God's sakes. Gamble a little bit. Get that, <laughs> thing, get that thing in the single entry. I mean, you guys <laughs> just told me someone won a, won the Millie with a cash lineup. There's a 1v1 swap. Exactly. So, so maybe do that, that. That's and then opinion. you get off
2: your train. And uh, it's still not a great strategy. But then for your own state of mind, it's like, okay. Because we spend all week thinking about the best plays. We determine what the best plays are. And then we play the best plays. And it's frustrating when it's like, oh, wait. We were right. All the best plays were the best plays. And now the chalk went off. And And now we're uh, pissed. And then we're like, this week sucked. All the, yeah. I
0: don't know. I only only 2
2: x I lost my, maybe it's 1.5x because I won my cash. I lost all my tourneys.
1: All um, right, Chad. Me and you, we're gonna have to hold these guys accountable to see how how they're degenning next week. At least in the, uh, I don't know, one of those contests that are out no, there. No, so I, what I do is I make bucks. a second, I make
0: a second lineup that uh, I throw in some GPPs sometimes. Sometimes I do GPPs. Sometimes I I'm just in right. one cash. We got we got just a news update. full sucking cash grinding. All right,
2: what's up? I just got an offer received for NBA Top Shot uh, for fourteen hundred dollars. Oh. A legit offer it's what for that offer for uh my number two hakeem one. just pulled just pulled just pulled recently um what uh Ooh. what does what does otm true value tell me that should be That's what,
0: yeah that's what i was gonna look at i'll share the screen for the people all right you're justin Herzig, right
2: yeah i think just no spaces justin Herzog. Let's not look at the chart,
0: please. Yeah, right. The chart's pretty <laughs> like depressing, dude. Um, um, Hakeem,
2: you can just sort. Yeah, I was gonna say sort by true value, but that works too. Eighteen forty-three. All right, oh. low ask. Low ask is fourteen ninety-nine, and someone's coming in. Oh, with so opera. someone's 1400? coming in
1: underneath. Yeah, out oh, of here! Boy.
0: Someone's coming in underneath. Come on, no. Nah, From my, not for my
1: number that. two. Yeah, well I was gonna I was gonna say what's the recent sales there's a
0: sale today
1: yeah for 13 stay, stay
0: stacked just keep on buying there's been a couple there's been some movement for sure and the price is going up that's always good well peaks came down
2: there was a dip and then yeah I don't I don't think it's been involved in any kind of a challenge or anything um either yeah. so still hanging on to that um also awesome moment it's a legendary number two. Like it's always hard to sell the high cereals. Um, It's a shame
0: that we can't watch the moments on the, on the moment website anymore, (laughs) but you know, maybe maybe later, maybe in the future. I love, I love the historical ones. Like I, I like the throwback video. It's just like fun vibes.
1: I, fi- I find myself literally always looking at the outfits to be quite honest with you. Like the high shorts here, the tall white socks. Like I'm always looking at what, okay. What year is it? What was, what was the in style move? So yeah, I, I do find them pretty fun. All
2: right. I can't disclose this yet, but uh,
1: I'm trying but I'm to make, to disclose it.
2: <laughs> I'm trying to make some top shot moves. I, uh, I I've got some fun strategy. And so uh, I, I've, I've got something in motion over the next few weeks that uh, I'm hoping pays. I'm hoping successful. It's a long-term strategy. This is not a flipping it's uh. we'll see. I'm just going to leave the teas there. I'm going to take a sip of the wine and we can revisit wow. this like in a month or so. Cause then I'll get, wow.
1: Back. I love it. I love it. Okay. Get, the, get the
0: Herzig bot back in the lab on Top Shot. All right. Yes. Yeah,
1: spe- speaking of that, there's a uh, there's someone someone in the Rundown channel wanted to know our take on the CD Lamb crafting challenge. I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at it yet. I know initially it came out. It was pretty expensive. It's down a little bit. Uh, looks like it's 259 low ass to complete. You need the rare CD Lamb moment. You need the common CD Lamb moment, and then you need another rare Cowboys moment, which it looks like the Malik Turner is the cheapest right now at 52 bucks but it is the first crafting challenge on all day it should be unique and definitely looks like it's going to be a lower ish mint it said we have it at 407 completed right now 302 more people eligible so uh just over the 700 total um so uh, you guys have any thoughts on this i didn't i don't have any dallas or or cd so uh it was a pretty easy pass for me but enough what you guys look what your guys collection is looking like
2: yeah, so i don't have a i'm not going to make any prognostications around like is this a plus ev decision or anything like that i'll talk more from a macro sense um and the idea of crafting challenges and i mentioned this earlier on the uh, lg first men and i put my mbl hat on um but the challenge the challenge for challenges the issue with the challenges on nba top shot were that if you you basically had no choice except to either lose money or participate in the challenge. Now, participating in a challenge, you could participate by actually completing it or selling your moments into it. Because if you just sat back and did nothing, well, you're losing an opportunity. There's gonna be a decrease in value of that moment. And there's gonna be more dilution on the site of other moments and it decreases your entire portfolio. That was bad. And anytime we are trying to reward and incentivize uh, the community at the expense of everyone else, that's not a great thing. And that's what we've seen through any of these when moments are rewards for tr- challenges that say just hold. All day has realized this. And uh, I think the crafting is a great way to say, like, hey, you can now either continue to hold your moments, which if you don't participate in the challenge, that's okay because your moments now are slightly becoming a bit more rare. Uh, as others are burned. And as we add more supply in the market, we're also decreasing supply. So even if you don't have those moments, everyone else in the ecosystem, theoretically, is about a net neutral. It's not like there's crazy dilution at the expense of all of our accounts with me just sitting back. So I like the idea a lot of, hey, you have to burn to get. And I think, you know, in general, a lot of the time it's going to come out to an equilibrium of it'll most likely, you know, In theory, it should always be a net EV decision, because if the market is is smart, then if it's too low and there's only 50 people minting, more people will mint because they realize there's value. When that value disappears, people should stop minting. Theoretically, it's actually going to become a negative EV because people care more about the entertainment and the lottery aspect of getting a good mint and such, blah, blah, blah. But that's fine because you're getting entertainment and you're making that choice. So I think like in general, it's best for the ecosystem. If you do have this, Hey, you have to actually burn, you have to craft to get something else for the larger of the ecosystem. Um, so I like that as a macro positive.
1: TG have other agree. thoughts.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. And I'm, and I'm glad we're seeing it this early, you know, I feel like it's something that we, we probably figured we would see eventually, but I think having it by week five is, Is a huge win, and, um, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be a hot topic as Top Shot comes back. Uh, NBA next, what? Two weeks? Ten days? Yeah, less than. Not even. I think it's less than ten days now. Yeah, I think we're less than the 17th, right? 17th, so yeah, eight days away. Or 18th, yeah. 17th is Monday. Jolly Joker's mint. 18th, NBA season.
1: That's right, Jolly Let's Jokers Mint, Mint Week, baby! October seventeenth, next Monday. So, it's off and running uh can't can't wait can't wait for it all right we are 49 minutes in and i know that we're going to spend well more than 10 or 15 minutes talking about this <laughs> damn poker che- poker s- cheating scandal so that's true i don't know you i feel like it. i feel it. i feel like we need it we need we need you to start us off teach. no Coop. The you're stage. the one who's been grinding you're the one 3 a.m listen to the joey ingram you're the one late night I'll, I'll talk about it from the media side i'll give joey the big poppy all the props in the world i mean literally don't turn it on if you don't have four hours of your time uh, because you're going to be up at three in the morning sitting in your bed wondering what the hell you're still doing watching this damn stream um, because it is literally like a car crash and you cannot stop washing. Um, and yeah what up tiger mentor shout out to you man uh, we're pumped to be back in front of the people and just chatting all the things um, all right so teach lay it out for us give us the the summary for anybody that doesn't know and then we'll, we'll get some we'll get some takes for sure
0: yeah, so th- there was this hand of poker that was played between Garrett Adelstein, who's like a one of the most well known high stakes cash player that plays on this stream at a LA casino in a uh, on basically a weekly basis, and they play this crazy hand where Garrett goes all in on the turn with a with seven eight of clubs and a flush draw and a straight draw, and this girl Robbie calls with a jack four offsuit and. Which is, you know, just an objectively bad call for anyone that 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 plays poker board. and just jack like high. Jack High, yeah, Didn't the board. just Jack High, just like n- nothing, no pair, no draw. And during the hand, when they when they flipped over the cards, I mean, Garrett looked like he just saw a ghost. He was absolutely shook. And it's a guy that's played thousands and thousands of hands of poker and has seen a lot of things happen. So. You know, for me, it, it immediately caught my eye, like how how shook he was about it. And then there's just been a wild uh sequence of things that have happened since there. For anyone that knows who Joey Ingram is, as Coop was referencing, he's been streaming, I think, eight days now. He'll stream for like 10 hours. I woke up this morning and he was still streaming live. But uh yeah, the we, we can get into some of the latest, but it, it just keeps the score the story just keeps getting crazier and crazier. I've gone back and forth from like, oh, I think it's cheating to oh, no way it's cheating to now. I'm like, I, I don't even know. I mean, you what gotta you discuss the 15k fee theft. That's a major part too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, okay. So there, yeah. So there's an uh, 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 then more information comes out that an employee named Brian that works at the casino took three five thousand dollar chips, so fifteen thousand dollars worth of chips off of Robbie's okay. stack. And that was seen on video. And this is a guy that has the kind of access where he'd be. So basically the theory is that somebody was telling her basically like you're good or you're not good. Right. And basically the theory is that she got a signal that said her hand is good. And that's why she made the call. There's also that crazy element where the four of hearts that she had in her hand and the six of clubs Couple hands before that were like switched, uh, with the like RFID tracking. So basically, there's these trackers on each of the cards, and so like there's a possible element to that. The guy thought that she had jack six of clubs, which would give her a flush draw, which would be like still probably a bad call, but at least, especially if you know the cards, like you would definitely call with the jack high and the flush draw. So it's just it, it, there's so many coincidences that it's just like, and then. And then this she girl, Robbie, she, has she been handling it quite charges. interesting. Well, I mean, I mean, come on. That uh, she, And then and then she posts, you know, this this DMs from Brian that it just I think it was like her writing those. I mean, come on. It, it just it looks so fishy. Something crazy is going on. Do you see the dealer? The dealer signaling thing came out now, too?
1: i mean so I so we should we should back up one step just in the in the overall scheme of the of the story i think it's important to know so that ended up being a rough number here but a 200 and yeah two hundred and pot that basically within 15 minutes of this hand happening there was a conversation between garrett and robbie off stream off camera basically outside of that room where robbie agrees to give garrett back 130k that she won from him off that single hand which you know that that is just a incredible move no matter who you are 130 grand is a lot of money
2: are you more likely to give someone back that money after you beat them on just a really weird hand or after you cheated them. I don't know which one like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that like helps her or hurts her. It's just, it's so, like, yeah. If, I, you made I, the, if you won fair and square, why would you give it back? But like, if you cheated and this was your intention, why would you give it back?
0: Yeah. Right. Like giving it back. Like that's what, there's just so many bizarre things.
1: And the like, other the other element here, just just to continue to provide as much info as we can, the 135k like technically was not hers because well only part of it on. was she's hers like, because that. she's staked in the game so it is a it is a game and she's a player it was relatively new was to the it? high stakes scene yeah you're
0: gonna stake someone who doesn't know how to play in this <laughs> Why high is stakes she staked? game like what Unless- who's gonna back that player in that lineup like it's just it wouldn't happen. No, no one's going to back a novice player in this high stakes game, and, and then, then and then that you player know, gives away the money that they win for you too. And she you know, that kind of sounds,
2: and she'd often been placed in that exact chair, and the chair vibrates. Yeah, like there's yeah. a lot of stuff that probably is circumstantial, uh, but like I was on the okay. So my initial reaction was. I believe that he had made he's a much better player than her and she knows that and he's made plays on her he's basically just uh you know bluffed her beaten her and she just felt kind of abused or whatever from a poker sense and I think she got emotional she was just like kind of a bit of an effort I don't think you have it I'm I can't deal with this anymore that you continue to just go over me and over me. Like every time I can't deal with it, I call. And like, maybe she's beat at that time. Maybe like, who knows? And like, so that was my initial is like by like, um, Bayesian whatever philosophy, like it always is like, most likely it's not cheating. Like far more likely someone just made a bad call, got emotional. It is what it is. Um, and that's where I was leaning but then the 15 K being stolen from someone who has access to the cards from that company. Like now that is just too much of a coincidence that literally $15,000 doesn't get stolen that often. And then for it to get stolen on her stack by someone who has access to the cards, like, Oh, and she's not prosecuting him, which can be makes sense if they're in cahoots, because if she would prosecute him, then he'd flip on her. And so she wouldn't do that. So then she gets this deal. Like, that's when it really shifted for me but now she says she's going to prosecute but i'm not sure if i actually believe if she really will prosecute or like what that like i think she realizes how bad it looks in that sense none of it really makes sense i'm going to bring it back to my college days though where we had a college game and this was high high stakes for us poor college kids um I'd say there was probably about a thousand dollars at the table, which like literally that was a lot of money for us college kids. And there was this one kid. Um, we were just convinced he was cheating and uh, he was a very sharp kid. He uh, was able to do he like magic tricks. He was very quick with the cards and stuff and uh, like also good poker player, but would make really bad decisions occasionally that just worked out. And uh, like calling with just, you know, just, Evie, not there. Pot odds, not there. But like he did it. And when he was dealing, he would win a lot more. And so we figured out like, how can we catch this? And uh, we went online and bought this we, alarm clock that has a hidden camera in it. Because back in 2009 or whatever, that was the most hidden camera you could get. It was like a clock with a hidden camera. But we couldn't just bring a clock there. So we had one of our friends bring like a poker like a large i don't know like a chess piece as his uh chip holder and so we would purposely make fun of him so we started bringing other objects as our chip holder someone else brought a basketball someone brought like a binder so we could bring the clock as the chip holder and put it right across from him to watch his deals and such and uh long story short as he was really good with cards and we still couldn't figure out
0: but um (laughs) we just kicked him out of the game (laughs) <laughs> the hidden the hidden camera alarm clock or uh, just clock like yeah
1: but yeah i, I guess i'll hit on you know quickly i i mean whether you think you know i think it's a fascinating story if you if you like poker definitely check it out i think joey just does an incredible job i think one thing that has captivated me is when you're really invested or really interested in a topic and someone is willing to stream ideas thoughts and bring on the type of guests that joey has access to it is literally some of the most captivating things that i've ever watched and it's nothing professional by any means like it is very much just a live stream where joey encourages every guest to come on and be their natural selves and like not a ton is happening on like the actual stream other than conversation but when you get people with such polarizing views of a, of a singular event um i mean the, joey's done like 60 hours of streaming over the course of the last week and a half which is totally insane so it is definitely what i see to be the future of content in in around the space of You know dfs and fantasy and gambling and nfts in some ways because it's how people consume content from people that are knowledgeable and with access to others that have informed opinions so i I think it's really interesting to see how the the natural elements and the non-professional elements of media came to play around this story um because now the likes of la times and the all-in podcast other, other main, yeah all-in podcasts like other mainstream outlets have, have totally caught on because you know I, I it's done insane numbers I believe like each one of those live streams has had you know over 400 or 500 000 views basically everybody that has an outlet in poker has been able to capture hundreds of thousands of views which is just totally crazy so yeah
2: Olin started touching on this too, but I thought it was really interesting. Even I mentioned macro, but I'm talking like even zooming out even more is they referenced the three cheating scandals that are going on right now where they talked about, oh my God, like, I don't know how long we're going to make this show, but the fishing one, the yeah, fishing I, the one,
0: fishing and the chess. I, I, I've been right. following the chess one. Yeah, The no, the fishing one is seems the most outrageous.
2: Very high level. Just for people who are not familiar major big fishing tournaments, $100,000 plus in prize money. Uh, people started stuffing, one team who was very successful for recent tournaments started stuffing their fish that they caught with metal weights. So similar to what you would use and put on your line to actually get like, you know, your line to go down. They'd put that in the fish in their stomach as well as uh, fish fillets to increase its weight. And another one of the teams who was competing against them basically realized like, this is bullshit. Like your your fish can't weigh that much. Like those would be records. Like we see the size of them and just put on camera and just started cutting open and just pulling out these weights. So like, there's chance that these people go to jail. Definitely gonna be fraud. Definitely banned. Um, but so you've got that. You've got the poker. I mean, you got the chess player. Who, long story short, is degrees of like the scales of magnitude there is a magnitude better than any chess player has ever been before to the point that they've now i think this just came out a couple days ago that like chess.com determined like oh it actually we agree it was fully cheating and so how it's done no one really knows that but you've got these cheating it's basically
0: proven and agreed to that he cheated online but then he you know they're still solving the how he cheats over the board too right and,
2: but, and w- but when you zoom out, Im- ignoring the individual cheating, but like, why is this cheating happening? Like, is it a lack of sense of personal responsibility? Is it a, I don't care if I get caught because the value is worth the cheating aspect. Like, there's definitely like, if you want to try to compare to like the politics aspect and that, hey, politics is a game. Our world is a game. Everything in this world is right now a game. And I'm just going to try to find an edge even if I'm moving outside of the rules, because that's what our society is the team. It's really, yeah, if you get caught, it is what it is, but like, you're just playing the game. Cause we're all trying to move up in the world or find that. I mean, um, it's been
0: happening forever in sports too. Right. Yeah. I mean, you've got the right. gonna, gate. You've yeah. got uh, the, yeah. I mean, basically baseball is, as a sport. <laughs> right. Yeah. Baseball, like baseball is steroids and May the best, best cheater wins. And yeah.
2: And maybe technology is just now catching it. Maybe this poker thing would have been going on elsewhere because, but because we have the camera footage and everything and we are trying, like maybe we're just identifying the cheating more often now. That's also definitely a theory. Um, I don't know, but I I mean, it's, it's a little interesting that you've got three very different activities all having tech. I guess the fishing one is no tech at all, but. I guess the camera was used yeah. to actually prove it and that's why it went viral but like
0: yeah it's it's interesting crazy times crits <laughs> and then like it just it's also a weird vibe because it basically just becomes like entertainment it's like oh like, yeah, yeah all right we got another cheating scandal like let's go buckle <laughs> up like it's like a, literally like a, a thing and i mean twitter is that like poker twitter is as alive as I've seen it in since, like, the I don't even know scandal
1: strap yeah. in, strap, strap in, in, like, cared about strap in officially. Yeah, the Mike scandal,
0: yeah. right? But crazy, and then you got Daniel on the ground, you win in the super high Roller Bowl. no one even cares because they that's only boring. care about the cheating scandal.
1: <laughs> Three million bucks, like, that's nothing compared to oh, giving like back 130 kit.
2: I liked he posted, um, what his finishing basically revenue mm. is from poker each year yeah and uh across like the last 10 years he was down two years of about top of head around like 50 to one hundred thousand. um uh, no 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 500 to a million 500 to a million i think in those two years he was down the other years he's always been up last year he was up seven million or so um did he win player of the year at the wsop last year i know he had some big big hits here we go.
1: And okay. He said it yeah. would have been his biggest loss this past year without that $3 million. Hit okay, so
2: down down 100k, down 1.2 million were the two losses. Um the others were up a little less than a million and 7.1. Oh, did he okay. so won like the uh, 2014. 2014. I, I think he might have won the high stakes at the WSOP. That's my guess.
0: Yeah, did he win like the He didn't win the one drop, did he? No. But I mean, like when they had like the one drop, that was the million dollar buy-in. Like if you cashed it, that. Did that exist then? That was it. Oh, that's true. That wouldn't be all the way back then. Or or it might have been.
2: He got second place in the one drop for 8.2. There we go. Makes sense. Same thing. He got 8.2, meaning outside of that tournament, he was
0: down 1.1. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's cool to see. I'm actually a big, big Negrani fan. I I like his vlogs in the summer. I try to try to watch those and keep up with them. I just like that. He like puts himself out there and kind of lets, lets people go and like people uh, he sells action at no markup just to like for like, you know, he obviously doesn't need the money. He's doing it to give other people Marketing. a chance. He's not trying to like, you know, you got some people Phil Helmuth out there trying to mark people up to the moon. Cause he's the greatest. It's just, but, just uh, it's just different
1: ways to grow a following, man. That's all it is. I feel like Negreanu is like growing his own following via doing that, it's versus Helmuth's idea of, of like giving away just doesn't make any sense for his the the brand that he has in poker. So, like the poker yeah. brat is gonna get the best of it no matter what. Yeah, the people that if, follow him are gonna pay. If, it. Yeah.
2: if there was an easy way, I would uh, I'd enjoy giving away um, giving away. But you know, like selling off at a no rake up uh, my best ball action, I think it'd be fun. Hmm. Time me up,
0: people. People would like that. <laughs> It'd be yeah, fun. as like, that would an, be fun.
2: yeah, that would be fun.
1: Um, would need I'll an like easy that. way to do that, doesn't add complexity in my life. Yeah, it's like, it's like such a complex situation. Even to like split moments and share lineups and do any of that stuff ends up being such a mathematics element into <laughs> that. Uh, adding tax elements, it just ends up being a little, a little bit crazy. Um, yeah. We got a we got a ten ten football game, which means the uh, the Cincinnati Bengals pete backers are happy in the and contest we also have one person that has cincy and has 523 total offensive yards so that is looking pretty good right now shout out to turtle jones uh look, looking pretty solid right now so it's gonna come down to the wire as most schemes in the nfc north do between the typical Steelers, the now Cincinnati Bengals and the and the Baltimore Ravens. They're always gonna be pretty close games. So a three point line is gonna be gonna be interesting.
2: Shortly before the game, I was gonna, you know, as we all got on, I was gonna say congratulations to each of us for having more rushing yards than Joe Mixon, because he had negative two for like half the first quarter. But now he got now. he got up to thirty four. Thirty four. Not a lot of <laughs> yeah. yards happening in this game. Only six carries. Yeah, no. I mean Hayden Hurst was, leads the team and leads leads the Bengals in receiving above Jamar Chase, 11 yards. Above T. Higgins, zero yards on zero
1: targets. He's, he's, he's yeah, I was I was wondering that too. Yeah, yeah I'm really didn't watch that it, I'm really I haven't really been watching that. I not really been paying attention. I know it was hurt, so I don't know if if something happened with Higgins uh that, that makes him not not hurt. Let us know, chat. I know
2: he was questionable, but I know he played. I know he was active. Um, I agree. I am. I don't even want to show you my house right now. It's just boxes on boxes on boxes because I'm uh, moving on moving on Friday.
1: Shout out this yeah, big day, Jackson Lamore, Captain Hurst, Andrews, Tucker, Mixon, McPherson. That's what, that's what I got going right now. So we'll see, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Did you Hurst, just one more time? Did you just tout your uh showdown lineup at halftime? Yeah, man. I gotta t- it's in the green, so when when else would I tout it? Like if Let's it's in it, the baby. green, if it's in the green, I'm gonna talk about it, obviously.
0: It is. What uh there, what there was else? a time when this would have been the the busiest time of the week for you, Justin.
2: <laughs> I was talking about this and I don't know if it was ETR Slack or somewhere today, but I was like, Yeah, gone are the days when I had to watch. like cause so people know second half was my Absolute jam. Um, I, I would I would have twenty thirty thousand so, ju- dollars on a second yeah, half. Justin
0: would be grinding like high stakes second half DraftKings and FanDuel, like playing anyone. It was it was like the old uh draft days.
2: I would I I'd, I'd, I'd scoop every person and I would post everything and I'd get around twenty to thirty k in action for the second half. Um then I just straight up felt that I could beat anyone there um, built out a model for it. That was based off historical performance. And I would import this pregame projections, the current score, and then watch the first half to determine like, Hey, what do we see with cornerback matchups or various tendencies? Um, and like, it was it was very, very profitable. Um, but then at some point it became less profitable because a couple other big names also like at least got to the pl- same playing field. Um, and so the Chipotle brothers
0: turned- get in the streets?
2: Yes, Chipotle was one, a really good guy. Um, kind of, we, we bonded over it. So I still chat with him because I met him in one of the live finals. Um, and then a couple others that are just the big names that like, it just wasn't as much of a slam dunk. And then I decided that the life EV wasn't worth it because... You legit need to watch every play, grind it, and then especially doing both sites, input the models, spin them out, and then make those last-second decisions in a 10-15-minute period of halftime. It was, and it was you grind. have to
0: enter a contest, which is like low-key yeah. a grind, yeah, right? True, true, true. Because you're just true, trying to get true. as much action as you can, too. And that's like all day. That's, you know, like all day, all night. You used to drive over entering. the
2: border to do it.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... You were, I
2: remember, so TJ's jealous because he sees me just printing with his second I was, half. I was in Pennsylvania, I was he couldn't jealous. play second half because like they have like legislation. So occasionally he uh, he actually entered this other thing where he had to drive to Jersey to enter um, his picks each week. And then he would end the second half so he could play with me. But it was still only like probably one out of every three, four yeah. weeks.
0: Like, I, I try I tried a thing where on like Mondays, I would, I, I hate running. I was like, okay, <laughs> on Monday night, on Monday after work, I'll go for a run because I lived close to the bridge. So I could like realistically run over the bridge and run back and basically be like, that'd be the one that's like, a gives me a little motivation of like, okay, there's a purpose to this stupid, like, I'm just <laughs> literally running until I'm tired. Uh started doing orange theory fitness lately too. I'm uh, trying to try and get back in, in a little healthy yeah. physical lifestyle here. But
2: it, w- it was, a, it was a print fest um, for a period of time. All right. Haraj telling us. I had to heard his yeah. that's mm. not good to hear, unfortunately. Um Jamar Chase though, still with what 11 yards. That's
1: Bur- Burrow looked like he just tried to hit him, but he threw a pick. Uh looked like he was targeting Chase though. So must be getting the uh the old double double coverage out there.
2: I mean, it was only two Lamar weeks just ago. Bombing Three weeks every play. Two weeks ago. Ravens went 37-26 against the Patriots. Two weeks – three weeks ago, they lost they the Dolphins, Dolphins 42-38. Yeah. Like, the Ravens don't have a great defense. I don't really know what – I mean, well, Ravens have been hurt with their defense, and it's not a great secondary. Um Bengals haven't had high-scoring games. I don't know.
1: Did you guys happen to catch uh, that eight-minute segment on ESPN, that Orlovsky, Swagoo, and Ryan Clark did. Cool. So they they did. It was it was those three talking. Laura Rutledge kind of facilitating the conversation, and then Mina Mina Kimes coming in with some interesting statistics. So they were talking about Orlovsky's perspective from Ryan Clark and Swagoo. Ryan Clark, defensive back. Swagoo, defensive lineman. Of your inability to see what what is happening when the quarterback is under center versus the shotgun approach that a lot of teams have have done. Um, And even when you're running out of shotgun, just the ability to be able to see what the quarterback is doing. It was a fascinating eight minutes of television that was back and forth talking about the quarterback perspective, talking about how safeties think about the run versus when when they're in shotgun versus when they're under center. Um, And then there was some stats about week one, the Bengals against the Steelers somehow the Steelers beat the Bengals. The Bengals ran under center, like 2% of their plays. Then week two, they ran about 8% of their plays under center. Week three, 20%, and week four, 27%. So you could see very clearly that they're trying to get Joe Burrow under center. Um, and then I was since that segment has been happening, um, and you you taught that you had two. You know, very, very equipped defensive players talking about their, the, the, the the type of skill that it takes to really dissect plays under center, you know, I watched Josh Allen today, like basically was never under center. So it is very interesting to think about like the new age. Football with how college kids come from taking never taking any snaps under center coming into the NFL or taking everything on shotgun versus <clears throat> some of the traditional you know older or school quarterbacks like Brady who's gone under center a lot Rogers and it, as as he's getting older in his career he's gone under under center a lot more so it is definitely an interesting concept when it comes down to evaluating offenses I thought it was pretty fascinating.
2: I
0: like it i'll just catch it
2: uh, i'm a little tilted right now because as we're talking i just get this notification uh let me see if i can zoom in cody one of my etr, of ETR guys ah. here i am giving up the greatest edge They're giving up edge for this there's that and then uh the, <laughs> literally got two things saw on the phone let me see if i can pull out peter um Pickleball beat. yeah, yeah. He's really
0: uh, leaning into the pickleball thing, huh? He changed the Twitter name. He's really, really going, going for it.
2: He really is. Although it was okay, it was Tuttle who tweeted it at. But uh, Tuttle tweeted pickleball controversy going on here.
0: Pickleball cheating scandal.
2: Let's see. Maybe <laughs> it's a tweet and reply. Yeah, well,
0: pickleball cheating scandal.
2: Here we go. All right, so I guess this lobbing is a completely normal, relevant thing. And I'm sorry, but if you're not able to smash a lob, and that's going to be your reaction to a lob, then like, yeah, of course, other team is going to be lobbing to you. That's like, is it cheating to throw at a cornerback who decides to fall on the ground every time?
1: It's like you're not good. Hashtag not very good. No, just don't miss the like literally
2: the lob. Like, uh, so we'll we'll use the lob occasionally because if you can do a legit lob, it turns it and allows you to get the net. But um come on, like, you got to be able to put something away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you do you go with the lob in your strategy? Do you play in like real games? You're in like a league.
2: I'm trying to take this seriously. Um, so a previously professional pickleball, professional
1: ATP player. Like Wait, you're trying player. to take
0: pickleball seriously? You're saying? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought he no, definitely I mean, meant. I 100 thought he meant you're quite like. I'm trying to take your question seriously. Like, no, do I play? Teach- I'm trying no, to figure out for
2: real. how my life is going to revolve around pickleball and whether or not I'm trying to go pro. My parents are trying to get me to go pro for pickleball. Um, I'm thinking maybe there's like an agent route where I can represent pickleball players like I used to in college represent bowlers. Or is it like, do I need to get a pickleball team? Because so my local guy that I play with, he partnered with the Bryan brothers, two doubles players to buy a major league pickleball team way before LeBron did. Obviously, now the valuation of these teams has gone skyrocket. So, like
1: I gotta figure it out. Pickleball is the big thing. Wow. I think all you, right. I think you need to get another glass or two of wine, and then all of those good ideas are gonna come flowing to you.
2: <laughs> the problem okay, so where I play right now is like it, it's a hot spot for pickleball. There's a lot of really good talent. Um, there's like three guys who one of them's professional. Um, used to be a professional tennis player, got up to like top fifty in the rankings, and then moved over to pickleball. Um, and then you got two others that are like, you know, right at that professional level. Um, it's fun. It's 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 a good sport. I think the the people who are knocking on it are uh, you haven't played it yet.
0: Yeah, I've played twice. It, it is fun. Um, I haven't want call it like serious though. It's just right. like you know, hitting well, around.
2: Right. Because there's there's a lot of strategy aspects for the doubles. <laughs> because yeah. of... Oh, I
0: was pl- I've only played doubles. Yeah, yeah. And the second time I played, it was also windy, which mm. had a, a significant impact on the game. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was kind of tough. It was like too windy. Um, I'm
2: trying to, I'm trying to get like Levitan or Jennings or Brandon Adams or one of these guys to do like a pickleball bat with me. Um, I got to keep pushing on it. Overs that
0: is not going to be it. A- yeah, it seems like pickleball Pete is is going to be out on that one. What are we thinking here? Uh, how long are we? How long are we doing this for?
2: I think we can. I think we can wrap up soon. Um,
0: yeah,
1: the wives will be happier.
0: Third. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was gonna say there's still so there's eight minutes left in the third. We can definitely get back to the game. Baltimore did kick a field goal 13-10. So man, this game is gonna end up coming coming in and around this three mark. You just you can you can feel it. So the uh the, the people sweating out the pick'em contest. I'm I'm rooting for some winners. If we get a uh, if we get a three-point ball game, it is going to be a straight up dead heat tie, and it will come down to full on offensive yards across all seven of those people for seeing who wins a Jelly juice.
2: I mean, Lamar's only got eight fantasy points right now. 96 passing yards, one TD, one INT, 15 rushing yards. Like, there hasn't been much. Like, Mark Andrews obviously has that TD, but other than that, he's three for 26. Um, it'll be interesting if this game picks up at all. Like, obviously, we know that within any second, like, the game can turn. But <laughs> Hayden Hurst just pulling away with the Cincy receiving lead at 5 for 47.
1: Mixing, mix getting the ball here, it seems like, too, in the second half a little bit more.
2: Eight for 39. He was six for 34. Oh, 9 eight. for 49. Just got a yeah, 10 yarder.
1: Just rattled off a 10-yarder. Yeah.
2: We'll see. But,
1: but yeah, um, I think I think I think we I think we're good to good to wrap it. You got you got something to wrap it, Justin?
2: No, I was gonna say, like uh, so going forward, let's talk about plans uh for the week, for the show, for everything going forward. I'll start with um we're gonna be rolling out a very fun uh Laden think style game this week. Uh, so we'll be announcing it in the Jolly Jokers Discord. We'll have some prizes, uh, but we're basically going to take the lot and Thinks idea. Um, if people aren't familiar, um, let's do one lot and Thinks real quick. Oh, Jesus. I uh, hope you're asking no. the question. Um, question is going to be... I got to make sure it's not one that's on the... Qu- on the. Okay. Okay. Uh, The idea with a lot of things is it started as a poker game during a poker game where two people, maybe three, uh, we're trying to find like a side little fun thing to play. And so the idea is we ask a question of what we think TJ will answer and Coop and I have to guess what we think TJ's response will be. And so that's going to be uh, the game that you'll play in this no, in the community of Jolly Joker so I'll have 15 questions we'll have a live show next week I think we're going to, are we going to
1: say, yeah Thursday we're going to have a Jolly Joker poker tournament and while that poker tournament is going on we're going to do a live show once the uh, once the NFL game kicks off so we'll kick the game off I think game kicks at 830 poker kicks off at 830 and we'll probably jump on stream around 9 o'clock or so
0: okay. we can update on the poker scandal it's going to be great be good. Be good. i'm sure we'll have plenty of action by then okay uh my
2: question is going to be for tj so tj is gonna have to give his answer so koop and i will guess Coop and i okay in the state of texas so you know each tree they have oh, like rings God. right you know like the rings in the trees okay how many rings are in ring. trees? TJ doesn't know the rings in the trees. Yes, you do, me. TJ. You know what the rings are, right? I, I do, I do. Okay. How many rings are in all of the trees <sighs> in Texas? So Coop and I, our goal is not to guess the correct answer. It's we have to guess what we think are TJ there a lot of trees in Texas. Is going to guess. I don't know. Let me uh so there's no Google and no anything like that. We've just gotta do some oh, quick math. God. Um how many rings in all of the trees in texas
0: i mean it's absurd <laughs> we can like do math right just not uh, yeah you can do math you can do math i got i got like my how seriously here. are we taking this eh, i mean
1: <laughs> i'm very interested in the math that you're doing i know that yeah <laughs> You're literally just making up math to do math to say that you did math.
0: <laughs> yeah. What math could I even do? Exactly. Yeah. I don't even have math.
1: All right. I got my number.
2: Right. I'm going to type. You write yours down. Yeah. All right. I'm going to put mine in private chat, so I'll just write it. Okay. When TJ when TJ has his answer,
1: no no cheating scandals here. I'll sh- I'll show you the paper that I'm not I'm not fine. continuing to change You're my fine. answer. You're fine. <laughs>
2: You're fine. I just want TJ to finish.
1: Wait till he does <laughs> his math. He's doing some math over there. The more math, yeah. the higher I need to go. <laughs> You're literally just multiplying numbers together for fun right now.
0: Yeah, I guess so. All right, I got my answer. All right, I
2: said
1: 250 million rings. I said I said four four point eight billion. Oh god.
0: <laughs> how many how many rings? Only ten million. Yeah. <laughs> 10 million.
2: That's like a million trees. There's so many how many trees in Texas? That's
0: literally what I put. A million trees, ten <laughs> ten rings per tree. You think there's oh. a million
1: trees in the entire state of Texas?
0: Oh, it's way more than that? There's
2: 14 point, the, the iTree Eco Study revealed that Dallas' urban forest has 14.7. That's only in <laughs> Dallas. Dallas has 14.7 million. Geez Oh, that was way off. <laughs> well, that's how we play lot and thanks. <laughs> Oh, 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 the other aspect is this is when I say, I mean, obviously I knew the answer was a lot higher, but I knew TJ was going to go lower. So that's (laughs) why I went lower.
1: Oh, man. The fact that there are still 12 people here (laughs) hanging out with us watching this show is amazing. So
2: that's what we're going to be. We're going to be rolling out a game of that in the Discord where we'll have 15 questions. You will have to give your answers for what you think Coop, TJ, (sighs) I respond with. And uh, there will be points for whoever are the closest 10%. And
1: Hayden uh, oh, Hurst getting every red zone target.
2: Really? Come on, Sergeant Dogan pulled the jaw rule. I think this was how many Cheerios are in a. Oh, box the, the, like the, that.
1: Fruit loops, the Fruit Loops <laughs> <The fruit> one, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, iconic. That was iconic. After you know, hanging out with Jaw
2: Rule at two different parties in the same night, I mean, yeah, his answer was, makes sense. Yeah, Jaw rules
0: living a good life. Okay. All right. So well, we've got that yeah, coming so, up for the next week. We've got the poker yeah, we'll have that on, on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Um, You know, we, we maybe we'll do another Twitter spaces. I think probably at some point um, because yeah, we're, we're going to be a week away from, from mint here. So definitely be hearing a lot of us. We'll be getting all the info out there. Um, I know we're talking through some of the rumble stuff as well. The rumble, Jolly joker mint. So we'll have an update on that. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys later this week.
1: Awesome, we're going with the old school outro here, boys. I'm gonna to have to do a new outro as well. You know, I forget I forget about all the things you have to do when you're your former producer. I guess at the end of the day. All
2: right, enjoyed it. Thanks for chatting, chat.
1: You're great. All right, see you later. Later.